Hey, uh, happy Memorial Day, AJ. Happy Memorial Day, my friend. And, you know, this is, of course, a day where we give thanks to those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. So shout out to our troops and everyone uh, out there serving and protecting our country from foreign and domestic terrorists. And again, those who uh, gave their lives protecting us. Yeah, what AJ said. Just pretend like I said that too, because that was way better. Well, now, very, very well, the, well spoken, AJ. Well now whip out the hot dogs and the hamburgers. <laughs> Let's celebrate some freedom, baby. Can Woo! I get cheese on mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did you work today? Did you work today? Because the holiday? No, I did not. Oh, I did. I worked all fucking day, dude. <laughs> Nope. I woke up and I had a beer for breakfast. <laughs> oh, well, breakfast of champions, as they call it. It was an oatmeal stout. Uh, I don't ever drink like that early, but oh, and I bought like this uh, knockoff Nintendo thing. It was just called an entertainment system. There was like a new store. Um, There's like a new store in my area. And we were, we were like, let's go check it out and just see what it is. And they had like all this like knockoff stuff. And it was like this. NES system and it was just called Entertainment System. I was like, "There's no Nintendo label on this." Um, <laughs> it was just the and, ES. Uh, it wasn't the NES. Yeah, and, and it was like 256 <laughs> games in one. Yeah, it was the ES. Uh, and uh, and uh, and I was like, "How much is this?" And they're like, "25 dollars." I'm like, "25 dollars." I was like, "I have got to see yeah. what this is." And so we played it, and it did actually have a couple legitimate mm-hmm. games on there. Um, it had like Contra and like Mario brothers, but then it had like all of this stuff that seemed like, um, like kind of like Nintendo homebrew. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like stuff like hack stuff. There was game. There's like games called like super Chinese and oh, I pl- uh, I've played super Chinese boy. Is that a real game? It's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a real thing that I've played. Um, I think, I think, okay. I don't know if it was a real release anywhere, but yeah, it's not very good. There was, there was falling blocks. <laughs> 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 um, nice. There was uh, all this weird shit. It was such a train wreck. It was so terrible. I need to stream it on my Twitch one day. Dude, I, I love, out. I love all those fucking knockoff things. It's so, it's so much fun. I, I love to, uh, like, I, don't, I mean, so I'm, I'm assuming it, it was an actual thing that plugged into your TV. Yeah. Like it looks like the NES classic. I've actually okay. got one of those, like the legitimate ones. Um, and this is like a totally illegal, like, Excellent. yes, <laughs> that's the best. Kind. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so horrible. It's fantastic. Can we, uh, can we just sit here and talk about old Nintendo games, uh, all day instead of actually starting the show? No, but I but we'll have to save that for another time. All right. Well, in that case, let's start the show. Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday, right here on PSVR Without Parole. We do a live video style for your viewing pleasure, for all those who like to listen with your eyes, for all those who like to watch with your ears. We do some podcast services of your choice. I hope our good friend Jay Meow, after being busy for weeks and weeks and weeks with with work, is able to get those uh, all up online for all of those of you who uh, 
who've chosen Spotify as your chosen format to ingest Gamescast Live. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Pro, and this guy over here, my hetero life mate, it's AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What's up, Brian? What's up, cats? Happy to be here hanging out with you today and talking about some PSVR 2 goodness. Did you see my tweet earlier? Do you follow me yet on Twitter? No. Um, no. I've, un- I've unfollowed I, um, everybody. I've been doing a little bit of everything, man. It's been great. I've been playing tons and tons of games. We've been really busy with the releases lately. Yeah. Um, but they are like, you know, smaller indie titles, so they're pretty easy to blast through. Minus a few, you know, stuff like Walkabout. You like good luck getting through that pretty quickly. Um, oh, I played, uh, I jumped into Hello Neighbor and it took me about five minutes and I was like, this is fucking trash. <laughs> like, it's so bad. It looks terrible. Yeah. It, 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 it feels bad. Like, I didn't make it very far. I made it like five minutes in and I was like, the struggle to get to game breaking bugs isn't even going to be worth it. Like, <laughs> yeah. but I also played some great shit. Dude, I've been playing the hell out of some beach saber. You know, I had a recent shoulder injury um, yeah. and uh, beach saber has been really therapeutic for it. Like my shoulders been feeling great after uh, playing Beach saber. So I'm actually thrilled about that coming back to PSVR too. Cause it's my, it's been like therapeutic for my shoulder. I, I think that was kind of the unsung hero of uh, of the showcase last week. You know, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, they already announced Beat Saber was coming. We knew it was coming. We we're just waiting for them to drop it. And then, like, you know, we got all of our predictions wrong except for that one. That was the one that everybody was like, oh, they'll probably just drop it during the showcase. And that's exactly what they did. Um, but still, you know, despite the despite the way that they handled it, like, it's a, it's a game that we all love. And uh, I'm really, really happy to have it on PSVR, too, for convenience sake, if nothing else. Yeah, I think uh, uh, who was it that took tally of our um, of our predictions or whatever? Oh God, I hope nobody. They did. It didn't happen. Didn't fake news. in the Discord. I know. Well, they actually posted. Uh, <laughs> so I was declared the winner, six to four. Um, <laughs> I think we. I think there was two different things we we declared on, and like I um <clears throat> I saw that and I was like, I don't even feel good about this. Like I was like, I wish I was just. I don't know, you know, post post showcase, my 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 whole thoughts and feelings, you know, I did like a whole stream on it and stuff and just broke down the games. And like I said, some great looking games coming. But I think the 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 big issue was the presentation itself um, more so than what was actually shown. Yes, I have gripes with the what was shown, like, you know, some games you've already seen or knew about um, lack of like, you know, first party stuff from Sony. And, uh, but that being said, what was shown, like, those are games I'm definitely pretty much all of them looking forward to playing. And, uh, I think the, the presentation, whoever made that presentation, um, to get a little slap on the wrist because it wasn't that great. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've got mixed feelings about it. Uh, there, there's been a few reports, a few rumors that have said, listen, Sony was holding back. Uh, this is, they, they didn't show all their it's cards. It's all bullshit. Well, I it's mean, it's all bullshit and they're not buying CD project red and, and <laughs> yeah. fuck all those people. Yeah. I'm so sick of these people, man. I'm so sick of these people and they can all go fuck themselves. Would you be okay if they bought CG, CD project red? Like if that rumor ended up being true inexplicably somehow? Um, or were you like, spend your money elsewhere, Sony? This is ridiculous. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. Um, I just want VR games, man. I actually tweeted earlier that um, I, I just, I don't know. I just felt compelled to make a tweet and I was just uh, shared some things about wanting, um, you know, more AAA hybrids. I want to see more things. And, you know, the truth is like we heard from Sony themselves um, from some leaks and stuff, some legitimate leaks that, uh, that, that is going to be a focus of theirs. And, you know, so I fully believe that as a thing, it's just like, is it, like how long are we going to have to wait? We're already two years into the PS5 console life cycle. So I was hoping they'd be a little bit more ready to hit the ground running than, um, and you know, who knows there could be several of those or some at least in development right now that, and they just haven't announced them. We don't know, um, know about it, but um, we just, that's the problem is we don't know, but I'm still looking forward to, some of the things we have coming down the pipeline, like stuff like Behemoth, man. I'm so stoked for that. Um, well, I mean, Synapse looks great. We did get a release date for Snaps, July 4th. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to check that one out. I, th- I think the good thing here is that, you know, the thing that we wanted from Sony for years, even before PSVR 2 was announced, was something that was just get, got us caught up to P, uh, PC VR standards, right? We wanted controllers that that weren't tracked with light tracking. We wanted analog sticks. You know, we, we wanted just normal fucking shit so we could play normal fucking games. And so while we're waiting for, you know, hybrids to to to, to show themselves and, and to uh, confirm what we already know, what's good is that we are so much better off right now than we were six and a half years ago when PlayStation VR 1 launched, right? There are so many VR studios making so many VR games that... At at least we're not just like sitting around for months at a time waiting for a new game. Like we are going to get new games almost every single week, whether they be quest ports or PC VR ports or or, or whatever else, right? And we and we know that we're going to get some really good versions of them. Like they're not going to be blurry like they were on PSVR one sometimes, or have terrible motion controls like they were on PSVR one sometimes, right? We at least we know we we're likely to get some of the best versions of these things. So. While we're waiting, things are kind of good. Likely, but I, the thing is, is we're not getting enough enhanced things as I want either. Um, like some of these games, Red Matter 2 is is a great example. Well, and some of the games we're going to talk about today are great examples of like, oh, it's like, yeah, I don't even think twice about it being a port because it doesn't seem like a port to me. It seems like a PSVR 2 game, but there have been other games where it's like, they're literally like, it feels like I'm playing uh, an inferior version or something like, um, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not playing something that's enhanced enough for, you know, this is a, this is a premium headset. And I want to, I want to play games that take full advantage of, you know, it's, it's power and all the features and have some fine tuning for that stuff. And yeah, like red matter is a great example of like, that's a high quality game. Um, and you wouldn't know uh, that and like Saints and Sinners too. It's like, you wouldn't know that this was also on quest because it just seems so polished and like, you know, uh, just graphically impressive, technical, technically impressive. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, stuff like Cosmo dread, which just came out mm-hmm. has proven that Are we talk about you- Cosmo dread. I'm so excited. I love Cosmo dread. Mm-hmm. 
I love Cosmo Dread too. It's really good. I played it um, Saturday. It's become, of course, the new Dread Halls. It scared the absolute shit out of me. Um, <laughs> That's good to hear because uh, most people I've I've heard say the same thing. Most people, but like, there's definitely been a couple comments where like, yeah, it's okay. It's kind of blurry because I just played Red Matter Two. It's not very scary. Blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, man, I'm like, am I alone on this little island? And then like, I see plenty of comments that totally back me up and go, oh no no no, the gameplay loop's fucking addictive. It looks pretty decent. Like even if it's not like Red Matter Two quality and and it's scary. Yeah. Um, so that's really good to yeah. hear. That at least you're enjoying yeah. it. I playing it by myself. I actually didn't think it was like super scary. Um, it's, it's a fun game though. Like I think it's so brilliantly designed around like you've talked about a lot of the times kind of, uh, criticizing some roguelike games that come out and how the mechanics aren't like true roguelike. And this feels like that one where you start out, you get your ass kicked, you come back stronger. Yep. And then, but then on top of that, this has like those modifiers where you can make it more challenging or you can you can alter the experience a little bit and it, i just think it's incredibly well designed but yeah i don't i didn't actually think it was super scary it's not as scary as dread halls to me but when i'm playing my saturday night live stream and the all i can hear is the robot voices of the chat the yeah. beautiful people talking that changes things i, I can't Sometimes that can make it less scary when you're playing a game. It actually makes uh, Cosmo Dread more scary for me because you want to hear. I can't, the, yeah, I can't hear what's going on, and so like I, when there's something coming after me, I don't, ex- I don't uh, know it until I turn around and it's right in my face, and and yeah, and it got me pretty good a couple times. Nice. Yeah, dude, Cosmo Dread, like, you know, I, certainly, uh, certainly people have asked questions about, like, why the score was so, so, uh, so high. Um, and man, like, when it comes down to it, I don't care if it's one person making a $15 game or a AAA game, uh, you know, that costs $60, $70. I don't give a fuck. If it's fun and it's all I can think about when I'm not playing it, then, like, mission accomplished and that's and that's so important people forget all the time that like you know we're not just sitting here critiquing the graphics and critiquing the haptics and whatever it's like it's good to know what you're getting into that's why i'm going to tell you all that stuff but when it's so much fun that it's all i can think about like i had i had to hold back man like because i wanted to give it a nine and i just kept thinking man if i give this thing a nine but it needs like you know definitely need some work on the haptics and whatever else like but but i settled on 8.9 and i feel very very confident with that score because like I could, I could, dude, I still have more blueprints to unlock. Every single time yeah. I play through this, it's a different experience. It's like sometimes they don't give me any ammo. Sometimes they give me a ton of it. And it's like, you kind of have to, you know, mix up your play, how you're going to get through the game based on what they throw at you. And I love random, the random nature of roguelites. So this yeah. has been, this has I been a real pleasure. I think as long as you accurately articulate what the game, what to expect from the game, what it is, what it features and, and, you know, what, what, um, its strengths and weaknesses are in your opinion. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's your opinion. And what some people may confuse is that like, you know, they're thinking that your score, they compare it to other outlets that do scores and they're all just different opinions. And the way people score games are completely different. Like I love Cosmo dread, uh, but I do with my when I do the actual scoring, I don't go by just how much I enjoyed it. I talk about how much I enjoy it, but then I go, you know, because it's got more simple graphics because I don't think the audio quality is is super high because the haptics thing, but it's a damn good game. I'd 
you know, I'd give it a seven out of 10. Um, but, but I loved it and I, and I love playing it. Hmm. Um, and so like, it's just, everybody's got a different way of, uh, sure. of scoring things and, and, and everybody's got different opinions. There's, there's not, everyone's going to like the same games. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why, that's why whenever anybody just takes issue with my score and then doesn't actually talk about right. it. You know, like, well, I always want to hear, well, what didn't you like about the game? What, like, let's talk about the, the elements of the game. Let's talk about where we actually disagree other than the number that we both came up with to rate it. The number that we both came up with to rate it is irrelevant when it comes to, Hey, you know, like, let's, let's discuss the game. And that's what I love to do in the comments. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of when people come at me and they're like, and they're like, dude, like, like, what are you talking about? This game is ridiculous. I was like, let's have a conversation, man. Let's, let's debate this. That's what we yeah. do on games cast constantly. We've been doing it for years. And it's like, my favorite thing to do is, is argue and debate about talk video of, games. Talk about video games. Yeah. Man. And yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you there. Yeah. Like I, I have different scores than you completely on, most games but i'm still like when i see you i'm like i'm actually like proud of you i'm like good for you man good for you like you know just showing how much you love this game and and it gives good support to games that i think deserve it and it's like i just you know rate them differently like like a walkabout mini golf it's like an 8.5 to me uh uh red matter 2 it's like i would give red matter 2 like a nine um and but yeah but i see your really high scores and i'm like I know that you had a damn good time playing them and there's nothing. It's not, it can't, it's not wrong. It's literally impossible for your review score to be wrong. Yeah. I, it's, it had been a long time since I enjoyed anything as much as I enjoyed red matter too. Like, I mean, I've obviously just a, a stunning presentation. Like those guys are technical geniuses over there at vertical robot, but, mm-hmm. but I actually, I, and I know this is probably where you and I differ a little bit, I, I really enjoyed the puzzles. I, th- I thought they were just tough enough to make me sit there for a minute and go, I don't know. And then, and just kind of explore a little bit and scan some things and, and, and really kind of scratch my head just for a minute, not to the point where I get frustrated, but to the point where I go, Oh, there it is. Okay. Let's move on. Right. It made me feel smart and not frustrated, which I think is a delicate balance when it comes to puzzle games. Yeah. I actually love the puzzles in the game. It's, it's the, the combat and, uh, that I didn't really care for. Um, I actually like just the, the puzzles itself though. And that's why I kind of like, even though the, the first, the second game is like, I think, you know, it is this great, uh, enhanced graphics and everything from the first, I still kind of like the, the pure puzzle adventure nature of the first game. Um, it just, I don't know. It just seems like it, it, it works better overall for me. Um, I like I like where this team is headed um, because I, I I do feel like I mean the combat was absolutely very simple you know you're just looking for the the weak points but but it but it really broke up that whole uh, I wouldn't call it the monotony of puzzle solving because like I said I really really enjoyed the puzzles and if it was yeah. all puzzles this time around again I would have been fine with that but it actually gave me like you know oh like here's a little shot of adrenaline between you know the kind of the slow paced puzzle solving and so yeah. even if it wasn't like the best combat that I've ever seen then I was like I don't care because this is yeah. this is giving me more of like what a full fledged game would give me and it's like man it's like if, if this is where they're headed and these are the leaps leaps and bounds forwards they're taking with every game um, it's that means that red matter three or whatever they come up with next is going to, I mean, I think it's just going to be very easily confused for uh, some of the triple a offerings that are coming out. Yeah. I, um, I try to take in all the things into account too. So like, while some games like, you know, they have a higher score for 
the the gameplay and the game design, things like that. Something like Red Matter, for me, the reason I say it's like a 9 out of 10, actually has a lot to do with the the sound design and the graphics and everything like that holds a lot of weight as well. Mm. I think they, I think graphics and gameplay, you know, obviously gameplay is always number one, but um, I do think I give it a big boost just because you're just walking around kind of like in awe the whole, <laughs> the whole time yeah. um, just because it, graphics, good graphics certainly help uh, enhance a game, a gaming experience. So I've tried to factor in all those things. Uh, heads up guys. Uh, usually, you know, we're going a little bit off the rails today because, uh, well, it's a holiday. Let's, let's, let's pretend it's because it's a holiday. Um, but I've just got, I just had a lot of shit going on today. And, uh, so we're not going to have the same, quite the same format that we usually do. Uh, we're not going to do name cat, game cat name changes. We'll do that. Uh, next Monday, we'll get everybody taken care of. Um, we do get a couple tips here though. Darth Vader, the game cat, the $2 tip, uh, says we've been blessed by the beanie man today. How do you feel about that being your nickname? The beanie man. Beanie man. You're, sure. You're, you're being, uh, noted for your most, uh, your, your most valuable quality. You're being, yes. Yeah. Lovely. Um, Elbert with the, uh, with the membership says, uh, three months with this membership. Happy to support without parole. Like the video and subscribe. Like the video and subscribe, but also make sure you check out AJ's channel. If you're not already a subscriber to PSVR Underground, the link for that's in the description below. Uh, click the link. Check it out and subscribe. We gotta share, share the love, spread it around. Thanks, man. Thanks for doing that because I don't like I don't say that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's like it's not like you guys get paid for this or anything. It's like so if, if there's any benefit to you guys coming on without parole, it's like it's it's hopefully that maybe people will migrate over to your channel. Um, t- Tornado is trying to migrate over to your channel right now. It's all up in my shit. Um. So, hey, so what we want to do, oh, Looper, the game cat in the chat, uh, just gifted five without parole memberships. Man, the lo- I can feel the love. AJ, can you feel the love tonight? I can. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Yeah, do I. I? That's where I stopped it. So. <laughs> uh, so, AJ, one of the things we want to talk about, we had a we had a sneaky suspicion that there wasn't going to be uh, any PSVR 2 news today because of the holiday. Uh, so, we had a, so yesterday we started prepping uh, for what this show would be because there's a lot of games on PSVR 2 that, dude, I hadn't even started. Like, I literally downloaded onto my console and didn't even ever hit the X button on the tile to even start the game and see what it looked like. Um, and and some of those games are games like, I know that Miners is in the chat, and he's been giving me shit for a month, no, three months, about my drums, drums Rock review. So there's a lot of games like that where people are very curious about or people really want us to talk about it, and we just haven't had the time. Because all I'm doing is picking a game, reviewing it. Picking a game, reviewing it. I don't really have time to go in and be like, okay, I'm going to play a little bit here and there. Uh, but that's exactly what I did all day today, AJ, was I went in and played a bunch of games that I really hadn't played before on PSVR 2 so that we could talk about them. Kind of the unsung heroes, the, uh, the, the lesser appreciated games on PSVR 2 that are of high quality. And that, you, that if for some reason you've run out of games to play, which I can't imagine being the case, though, well, then here we got a few more options for you today. No, it's definitely true, man. Like while we, while I think, you know, games like Resident Evil Village and Gran Turismo um, sell PSVR 2s, what a lot of people, especially like, you know, people new to VR don't realize is like, there's a lot, there's a lot of games that are worth your time and money that are absolutely fantastic. And yeah, we never pass up an opportunity 
Um, I think that's why, you know, some people like your reviews and our reviews because we don't overlook a game just because it's not this, you know, huge known IP or some triple A game. It's like, no, there's lots of good games that shouldn't be overlooked. So based on what you just said, we should expect a PSVR underground review of travel the words and break stuff over the next couple of weeks. Uh, that's like, <laughs> I mean, look, I haven't played them, so I don't know, mm-hmm. but that's, there's also a lot of garbage crap shovelware, not saying that these are because I haven't played them yet, but there is some garbage on the store as well uh, that we also like to tell you. We will not hesitate to tell you absolutely sucks and to stay away from it. Hey, Tornado. <laughs> yeah, she's very attentive. Like, oh, this is, oh, I'm just going to go full screen over here. She, For whatever reason, she's just like. She always tries to stay off camera, but here she is. She's just being super sweet today. Aren't you? <laughs> Aren't you being a good girl, huh? Aren't you being a good girl? Yeah. Yeah, She's she's been so lovey-lovey lately, which is really, really sweet. She's probably, like, ever since, this is, we're on the third year with Tornado, which is crazy because I feel like I just got her yesterday. And, um, and she's, like, really becoming a cat. She's going from the kitten stage to cat stage where she, like, sleeps all day. And then when she's awake, she just wants to be sirens on my end right next to me all the time. Um, and so it's, it's kind of adorable, man. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so what's, uh, what's the first, uh, hidden gem to use? I, I, and, and I always, I always struggle when I say hidden gem because I don't know if that was a, a common term used for video games before Metal Jesus Rock started using it or if he, if he was the one that coined the phrase or not. I have no idea. I, I wouldn't think so. I think I'm pretty sure that was a thing yeah. already. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to kick things off. So this one's a little bit different because this is probably the one that I've played the least. Mm -hmm. However, what I've played, I actually think is pretty good. Um, and that's going to be the last clock winder. Dude, when you, so when you and I kind of, uh, were just kind of spitballing ideas last night and saying like, what games do you want to play? Um, the last Clockwinder like wasn't even on my list. I was like, oh yeah, I completely forgot that came out. That was like a launch title. That's and and it's sort of been a little bit daunting to me because I'm like, oh man, like this seems like a you know when it comes to puzzle games, I feel like games like this. And I say games like this, meaning transpose. <laughs> like I can't think of another game that really has this format. Uh, it's a little daunting to me. I was like, oh man, how much time am I going to really have to get into this and figure out the mechanics? Um, but dude, I was so happy when I when I finally started this up today and dove into it, and I think I spent an hour with it. I don't know how long it could, I don't know how long it is, but there's so much more here than I thought there would be. Yeah, it's um. So the last Clockwinder is a puzzle adventure game where, and it's like you know heavily story driven, where you are basically um trying to save this clock tower. Uh, and it has the this like ability to travel or something, and the way it's powered is kind of by running on, I guess, like this like juice and organic material that is like produced within the thing. And so, in order to kind of restore and and travel around and and save everything, um, you're given the ability to clone yourself, and it it. It, you press a button, it actually lets you record your actions in real time. And then when the timer runs out, it just repeats that over and over and over. And you basically have to 
solve the puzzles this way. And, you know, we, we were talking about how there's some games earlier, how there's some games that get ported and it's like, you can tell like they didn't really touch them up. One of the, one of my favorite things about this game so far um, has been that like, it's a very polished game. Like graphically it's very pretty. It's, it's really clear. Um, and it just seems like a very polished title. And I, I really appreciate it for that. Yeah, I do. I do too. Uh, I was actually kind of blown away when I first started this up and looked and saw like, you know, just the, this beautiful room that you're in and, um, the, and, and also, man, like I said, like I said, the, the, the daunting element of it was, was kind of like why I didn't want to start it. And it's so interesting that this game is just constantly rewards you. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, even if you get stuck on a puzzle, you walk in, you, you walk into the room and you can kind of just wander around, uh, and you'll almost immediately find the key to another room. Like you keep, you keep unlocking, uh, different areas right. to go to. And so, it, and so there's this constant, uh, feeling of, uh, discovery and exploration. Uh, and then when you finally say, well, I think I, I think I need to go solve this puzzle. Well, then you kind of set up shop and you start looking around and figuring out, okay, well, what's the very first thing I need to do? What's the ultimate goal here? And it doesn't seem like it's, it's ever con- too confusing about what the goal is. And so it's sort yeah. of like humanity in a sense that it's like, dude, fuck around as long as you want to figure out how to do it. Like, we'll just keep, re- you know, repeating our patterns and doing our thing until, until you decide to you know, add an extra element to it until you decide to, um, you know, pr- progress further. Like there's no, there's no penalty for taking your time. And so it really does feel like this cozy, casual puzzle game. And when I say casual, I don't mean like casual in the sense that it's not going to test, you know, your metal. It's going to, it's, th- it's going to be fucking difficult, dude. Like it took me a long time just to solve a couple of these puzzles. Um, but man, talk about rewarding when you finally do it. I have no idea what the proper, you can, you can see all these characters I've created throwing stuff to each other and it just looks yeah. like pure chaos. And I was like, there's no yes. way this is the proper solution to the puzzle. Then you look at it and you're like, man, but like what an elegant solution, even if it's ridiculous. I, it that makes- is the funny part is when you having to like clone yourself and then you quickly got to like, like put something together and then throw it. And like, you have to do that real quick. And so, and then, yeah, like, like tossing something uh, in the air. And then usually you're, you're doing all this from like organic plants and stuff that you grow. So they grow back. So your clone will just, will pick it, throw it, and then it'll grow back. They'll pick it and throw it. And yeah, you'll end up with like um, just a room of these clone robots, just throwing shit around the room. And it's, actually pretty freaking hilarious yeah yeah this is this is just really well done and uh and and the thing is is i feel like transposed to me gut i don't want to say old right because it i think at a certain point it just got really difficult or maybe I got bored of it or something because partway through the game, I was like, I'm going to see if I can break this. And I just start throwing shit like all the way across the level. And I, and I don't, and I don't have the same feeling with this. I mean, I, I know I'm just getting started with this, so it's not a fair comparison to make, but I do feel like, I do feel like I, I want to be thoughtful with this game. Um, and, I, and I'm not looking to break it. I'm, I'm just looking to find a solution. Um, I don't know. This is, I, I don't, I don't even, I think I was just kind of mesmerized by how deep this is, 
uh, in how I, th- I this, this the fact the fact that there's like this really seemingly somewhat touching story going on at the same time. Um, the voice acting and stuff is nice, right? Like like the uh, there's these little details, all the little details. I feel like this game does really well. Every time you print a clone. Uh, the music starts ramping up like like you'll um, you'll print one clone and then the like some music will kick in. Then you print another one and like it adds layers to that music and and it kind of just keeps like swelling as you as you keep doing it. But then, like you said, yeah, like I don't necessarily super care about the story, but I do think it's really well done. Like like I'm I am a little interested. And yeah, like I'm like pressing the little voice recorders to hear like the the little audio logs and then you're like talking on the radio and you're trying to kind of figure out what happened and stuff but but yeah i um i'm definitely looking forward to playing this one more uh but but so far i'm definitely very impressed yeah yeah this is this is a uh this is a big win i think uh and, and and one that i'm sad that i didn't get to until now i'm very happy that i'm finally there though uh get in my belly game cat wilkins uh says love the channel and PSVR too. Thank you so much, man. Love the uh, love the positivity out there. Thank you. Thank, love the, love that these memberships allow people to do super chats, which is really nice. Oh yeah, that is cool. Uh, dude, I want to talk about Drums Rock for a minute because because this is finally, dude, it is time. This <laughs> <laughs> is this is just one that like I mean, leading up to launch, I was like, I just I don't know, man. I just didn't think that. It was going to be at all interesting to me. I thought that, bro, you ragged on it pretty hard. I did. I, I was like, well, I mean, and I think, I think, in all fairness, understandable, understandable. Right, so, the logo right. was a total Guitar Hero ripoff. The, uh, you know, the the gameplay is fairly Guitar Hero ripoff. Um, and it's, it, it was just like, there's nothing. There's not. Didn't seem to be at least without playing it any originality here. Nothing. Something we had seen a million times before. And playing on like the my love affair with guitar hero ended long before everyone else has started like guitar hero one the single player game on playstation 2 is where my love affair with that game that that genre began and end and it was fun and it also had i love rock and roll on it which is ridiculous because here i am fucking 20 something years later playing the exact same song on a, on a very similar looking game um AJ, talk to me about Drums Rock before I give my impressions. Well, unlike you, uh, I was actually not a fan of Guitar Hero <laughs> because because I at the time I played music. I played music for like fifteen years mm-hmm. um, with like bands and like actual like uh, playing shows and stuff. And and like every time I played Guitar Hero, I felt like it was like not. Like it was trying to like unteach me how to play guitar. And so it all, always bothered me. Um, maybe if I played on like higher difficulty and stuff, it would have been a little closer, but, but drums rock, man. What I, the number one thing I love, love about drums rock is that it makes you feel like you're playing an actual drum set. It makes me, I play drums as well. And I think uh, there's a couple things I look for in rhythm games. Probably the most important is like when the when the cues are coming to you and what what you're doing. Um, they need to be like they need to be like precise, right? Like precise timing. Uh, they need to be all about stuff like that. Drums are all about timing, and I feel like this game has excellent timing. But um, 
the drum kit itself feels really good. Uh, yes, there's like one drum instead of a kick drum because there's no foot pedal or anything. It works fine for me. Um, but the gameplay, I think, uh, the way that they do the the haptics, I feel like they really nailed the uh, haptics in this game. And the, it just feels like, to me, it's super immersive in uh, the in a way that it's like I feel like I'm playing a drum set and like getting all into it and rocking the hell out. Yeah. For the most part, I agree with you. Right. I was a little concerned that because you can only do so much with haptics uh, in the controllers that like without the without the drum, you know, naturally ricocheting the drumstick, uh, there'd be a problem. And ninety nine percent of the time that I was playing this today, it wasn't a problem. But some, but every so often. Uh, it just, it's something, it just didn't register my hit. And it was like, well, I, and I looked down and I was like, well, did, did that hit or not? Like, I don't have any proof. Uh, but it, but it, you know, that will throw you off in the middle of your, in the middle of your song. Um, but that's, you know, that's all, that's all kind of besides the point. Um, my thoughts on this is that it's done really, really well. Um, it, it was funny because I started off and I was like, are you really just giving me two toms and a, and, and a couple of crash symbols here? Like, is that really all I'm getting? And then, and then very soon after I was like, Oh, here's two more drums that I didn't even realize I'm using. And then, you know, so it, it kind of like gradually uh, unfolds. And I love that there's extra technique here, like more than meets the eye because I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is fine. I can do this. You know, I can play drums. It this, this didn't feel like anything that was, you know, uh, monumentally difficult to me. Uh, and then they're like, Oh, but you know, throw the drumstick up in the air, you know, and spin it and catch it for, for extra points. And I was like, Oh, okay. That, that's going to be really that. difficult to, uh, <laughs> to implement in the middle of a song. I can do it before the song starts, but I mean, you know, or, or you can throw the stick at the drum, uh, and it'll bounce back and you catch it in your hand. Uh, and then you get extra points for that. So there's a lot of technique going on here and I, and I really do enjoy it. Uh, and I haven't, I, people have said there's boss fights. I didn't play it long enough to see any of those. Um, I went through a lot of the first, uh, a lot of the first set and I kind of skipped to the next stuff because I was like, man, easy is too easy. But then like medium was just a little bit too hard. And I was like, yeah. maybe I need to go back to easy. So because of that, uh, it's sort of given me something to work towards. It was sort of like Beat Saber when I was working through that. And I was like, exactly. oh, hard is good, but expert's too hard. And eventually expert was good, but then expert plus was too hard. And so you just kind of work your way through the ranks. Um, I just don't like the songs, man. I don't like the songs. Like I just have to get this <laughs> off my chest because because this would be – I just, I just desperately wanted to be listening to music and playing along with music that I, that I really enjoy. And I just, and I just can't listen to, I love rock and roll anymore, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like that song very much either, but there are a lot of other songs. And and this is like, you know, one of the things, one of the kind of more divisive things about the game is that, you know, it, it's all covers, right. Or it's mostly covers. Um, I think the covers are fine to be honest with you. I think they're pretty actually solid covers. Uh, yeah, there's, there's like, um, there's a lot of songs I do like on it though. Um, like even like the the Evanescence song, like mm. I'm cool with that. Um, there's like some some good old like classic rock, like heavy hard classic rock songs that uh that I actually really really enjoy. Some that sound like I don't even know what the real bands are. Some sound like ACDC or something. And um, you know, the songs are hit or miss for me. Um. I think about, but, but like 50% of them I think are good and, um, or at least songs that I like, 
Um, but I totally know what you mean. When you're playing a rhythm game, I've I've constantly talked about this with Beat Saber, where it's like if you're playing a rhythm game, a musical game, it's like you want to – it really just – elevates the gameplay and stuff when you really love and connect with the, the music itself. Um, it just takes it to a whole nother level. And um, yeah, that's a thing. But I think for the most part, like I love that it's got a lot of like rock and roll. Cause I love rock and roll. Um, and uh, not, I love rock and roll, but, <laughs> <laughs> but other stuff in there, that's, that's pretty good. And um, yeah, like you said, the, it's easy to learn. It it is definitely hard to master. Um, you cannot just start from medium or hard right away. Absolutely not. Uh, and I and I love that as well. I think it's got a nice build up in difficulty um, that also is accompanied by a great progression system. And there's just lots of features in this game, man. Um, there's lots of features. Yeah, I, lo- I loved that I was you know able to purchase songs with in game currency uh, to add to my challenge list um songs that you i don't, I don't even know what the difference right because there's a, a story mode yeah and uh, then there's a challenge mode and then lots of skins to unlock it's like oh look at these tattoos i can get on my hands or different you know like spikes or, or whatever um and just you know different types of drumsticks and stuff it was all you know it's all good and uh and, and for 20 bucks as we've determined here at without parole is a budget game <laughs> uh yeah it's not too bad i and, and i hope that they keep adding songs i, I hope it's um I hope it's, you know, I hope it's free DLC because I can't see myself like Beat Saber spending $12 on DLC packs for Drums Rock. I, I don't, I don't see that being a thing. Um, if, if that, if that's the direction they end up going in, then I probably won't be investing in it. Um, but if they keep adding, you know, free DLC, free DLC here and there, it'll keep me coming back. I think a little bit more. Um, yeah. I love, like you said, I love the, the drums that you can unlock. There's like different drum kits. There's, different sticks there's different hands you can get and it's just things that you've you know things that you're generally accustomed to in games um it feels like this was made by gamers like that know the little things you put in here and there that just make a game more fun to progress and and reward you and then uh yeah you there there is stuff like boss fights and stuff it's 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 more of a presentation kind of thing um, there is a, there's small mechanics to the boss fights, but it's mostly just kind of like a cool presentation like thing. Can you explain before we move on from this? Because since I haven't seen a boss fight yet and, and, and trust me, uh, the next game that we talk about, I'll be asking for explanations too. Um, how do, how do boss fights work? Is, is it really mostly just like, oh, it looks like there's somebody that's playing against you or what is it? So like I'll, for the first boss that pops up, um, you uh you're basically playing a song and then like the first boss is like a giant demon like a huge demon that pops up like in the sky or whatever um and he'll shoot like fireballs at you and then a prompt will come up and it's sort of like a quick time event kind of thing except you have to do like a drum roll or like i think it tells you it like cues you uh as to which one you have to like do a roll on like a drum roll. And so you just have to, you have to be playing the song and then kind of cut to go and like doing like a really fast drum roll as fast as you can. Um, and then like, you'll eventually defeat him or survive or whatever. All right. Sounds good enough to me. It's a, it's just a little bit of an extra challenge. It's nothing, it's nothing huge. Some of them, some of them get pretty challenging, but, um, but yeah, there's different like style bosses. 
Get in my belly, GameCat Wilkins with a $20 tip says, nothing. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Salvador, uh, with the one month membership says, let's go. Um, it's funny because Sal- I, I told you, we told you guys already that Salvador sent us these, uh, like, uh, Astrobot figurines, right? Uh, I, I don't think I told the story about what happened when I picked it up from the post office though, right? Cause the only reason I knew it was from Salvador was because it was addressed to Brian from Salvador. That was the, where the name would be Brian from Salvador. P.O. Box 133, Worcester, Massa 1613, right? And, uh, and and the lady handed it to me, right? Because they give you a little slip in your post office box and you got to go wait in line, hand them the slip. And then she hands me, you know, the, the package and she looks at it and she goes, Brian from Salvador? And I said, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And she goes, you don't look like you're from Salvador. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh, like that's it, great. And in my head, I'm like, is she like El Salvador? Is that what she's... <laughs> And so my only response to that, the only thing I could think to say was, well, I I don't feel like I'm from Salvador. (laughs) And that was the end of our interaction. Um, So that's the only way I know, because there was no note in the box, no nothing. It was just on the address label, Brian from Salvador, which apparently I do not look like I'm from. (laughs) (laughs) That is wonderful. Uh, Also, Looper, the underground game cat with the two euros says, I wish they supported race uh, racing pedals for the kick drum. Oh, dude, that would have been a good idea. I never even thought of that. Uh, Yeah. Or just a kick drum, (laughs) like just some kind of peripheral kick drum thing. Yeah. Um, Because I'd be afraid of like my foot pedal wearing out. Like, like I'd wear out, I'd wear this. I play, dude, I play that kick drum really hard. So (laughs) I'd, I'd be afraid of like, the wear and tear I'd put on my racing pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we got Izzard with a two quid says drums rock is no Parappa the rapper, but I mean, really what is Parappa? There's, there's, there's been nothing as good as Parappa the rapper since Parappa the rapper. Um, I can't remember what the name of that thing is. It's super popular with kids these days, but there is like something similar to it now. Yeah. Mm hmm. I would not know what's popular with kids, apparently, unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, AJ, what game do you want to talk about? Oh, man. Um, so probably I think the most underappreciated hidden gem, um, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's between two of them. But I'm just going to go with, dude, Song in the Smoke. I mean – what does this game have to do? This just this makes me sad, man, because I'm just like this just shows that a game can be of AAA quality by indie developers, can be amazing like in gameplay, amazing in graphics, you know, uh, amazing in content and scope. And just because it has all those things doesn't mean it still it, it can't get overlooked because I think Song of the Smoke to this day, I feel like is still completely overlooked and and it shouldn't be man because this should be like a prime example of this is a shining example of like what how indie devs can actually you know make some of the best vr games out there yeah uh yeah i would have a hard friday, friday night funkin that's that lesser logic has got my back he says my son plays it that's what? the that's that's the the parappa the rapper thing i was alluding to what? anyways you could have given me a million years to try to guess that, and I never would have come up with that. I've never even heard of that. That's crazy. Um, 
Elvert in the chat says, Song in the Smoke Rekindled is a solid 8.8 out of 10. You heard it. You got Elvert official score here in the chat. Um, That's it's really good. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. I, on PSVR 1, I gave this a 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> Salvador in the chat with the $5 tip says, I'm not Salvadoran Sal- <laughs> either and get that all the time. That's really funny. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't share that story with him prior. Um, yeah, no, this is, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to confuse anybody. I, I, I don't think that this is, you know, AAA quality. Um, it, but it's certainly, you know, it's it certainly got the mechanics of a game that you would expect, uh, you know, from a AAA game. Uh, it is, this, this game, for me, in response to Elbert's 8.8 out of 10 score, for me, this was a 10 out of 10 on PSVR 1. You know, I think we've come a little way since then. I think that things have changed a little bit, you know, and, and we're getting better and better games. It doesn't change the fact that this is like really, really the definition of VRAF. And there's something very special, I think, about being out there in the wilderness, crafting for survival, and like literally not being able to just open your inventory and go grab this and grab this and then boom, like just shove them together. You've got to like, you know, whittle that stick. You've got to like, you know, it's, there's, there's more to it. You got to take the stone and smash whatever thing it is that you're, that you're trying to sharpen. Like, and especially when an animal's coming after you, like this really, really adds to, uh, the survival elements that this game is trying to impart. And, and I think it does it really, really well. Um, plus it goes on like forever. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, well, to be honest with you, it feels like it does. It's really only like a 15-hour game. I mean, the thing is, is that you can spend so much more time with it because um, I beat it in like 15 hours, but I I played it for like 60 or 70. Um, wow. But I just think um, I just think this game is really huge, like, you know, and – there's a there's a lot of like the the world or the like the environments feel really big um and yeah there's you know it, it revolves around a couple different mechanics but um like you said they're pretty good VRAF mechanics and yeah it's just visually it's really really nice it's even better on PSVR2 um it looks great um, this is one that I'm and, really sad that like I just ran out of time today and I really want to jump in and spend more time with it uh, so I could have like better impressions of the PSVR 2 version. But because, again, for a game that I love so much on PSVR 1 and running around with the move controllers, I mean, more sirens on my end. I think that, you know, running around with analog sticks and the ability to jump uh, would just be fantastic. Dude, like... So the the game already was like, um, yeah, like you said, really, really awesome. Uh, with the new free jump mechanic, man, I mean, there have been multiple times where like I'm like fighting a raptor or something, and then like I'll I'll run and I'll jump off the side of a cliff with my club in the air, and I just I'm just like, <laughs> and like and I just come landing on the uh, on the raptor and just like bonk it on the head, man. <laughs> That is like that is just like the coolest shit ever to me, man. I'm just like, oh, like it just it's just so satisfying. Yeah, yep. This is a this this is this is special, man. And uh, you know, we've got to give a shout out to Sony. Like, I mean, this this remastered or rekindled version wouldn't exist without without Sony paying 17 bit to do it and just being like, hey, we, we want yeah. an exclusive version of this on PSVR 2 that like really pushes it as far as you can push it. Uh, and and I think 17 bit absolutely killed it with this. So jumping off 
a rock cliff and clubbing a raptor, guys. You can do that with Song in the Smoke. Yeah. Ian Sandbridge says Brian's the epicenter of sirens. It really is ridiculous, man. Um, it's a little crazy. AJ, I've got so many questions about the next game I want to talk about. Um, okay. Another launch title. This one came to us from True and Pixel, the makers of uh, 2MD VR Football. Uh, and they went a completely different direction with their second game. Uh, and it's it's Runner, right? Which is obviously inspired from like, you know, a- anime of the late 80s, early 90s. Um, very Akira, I would say, uh, focused. And, uh, and the whole thing takes place on a motorcycle where you're, where you're riding around. You've got the ability to take two guns of some kind, very futuristic weapons here. Um, you know, you've got, you've got weapons on the bike itself. You've got grenades that you can throw. Uh, man, they really utilize most of the buttons that you're, uh, that, that you've got. Uh, and you can even like, you know, pull out this laser buster sword type thing uh to deflect shots that are coming at you there's a whole lot going on in here man but i am so fucking confused by it um it took me it took me a long time today just to get to the second boss i think i probably played it for an hour and died a lot is this the first time you played this game i i went to the tutorial like on launch week at some point dude no way yeah oh I'm so excited for you, Brian. <laughs> cuz it's 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 a lot to take in, right? Like there's a lot going on here. Like just cuz cuz you don't really have two hands at all times, right? Because it's it's only once you grab by pushing X or or whatever to that you, where you grab the gun, uh then suddenly like you're waving it around. Uh because other than that your hands are supposed to be on the motorcycle, right? And so there's just a lot going on and I'm so confused by some of it, AJ. So I'm going to start with questions before I even tell okay. you, uh, even how much I like this. When okay. you destroy other motorcycles, like this mm-hmm. light blue cylinder comes out of them and you can, you can collect that. What is that? It's health or shields. That's okay. Okay. Good. That's important. It's yes. And then, and then there's little glowing, uh, and see, this is, this is, I know this is on me because I should, maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention well, during well, the here's tutorial. The thing, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, Brian. So runner, for those who don't know, is a futuristic motorcycle arcade racer shooter. Um, that is based on, like you said, anime and stuff. Right. And I will say at first it's difficult. Okay. It is kind of challenging at first. Uh, but as you get used to it, as you play it more, it becomes a lot easier when, and you get a lot more familiar with it. And then, so it goes from being really challenging to like you just feeling like the ultimate badass okay. and like knowing how to use everything and uh, to your advantage. So that being said, what was your, what was your second question? And I, and I do feel like I'm getting to that point because at first I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like there's just so much to remember. And, uh, and so, yeah, so, so now that I know that those, uh, cylinders are my shields or my health or whatever, um, yeah. what, what are these little glowing platforms or glowing circles that are underneath, uh, underneath trucks that are to, to the sides oh. of vehicles? So that's your rush ability. <clears throat> There's, okay. Rush is when you, so when you grab both guns from the motorcycle, this game is controlled by the joysticks, by the way. It's not controlled by grabbing the handles or anything, um, which I, at first, when I first played this on quest back in like October or something, I was like, ah, oh, I was, 
I was really, you know, but no, I was, it doesn't even matter. It's like, trust me. Um, but so this rush mode ability is like your special ability that with the motorcycle that you start out with, because there are other motorcycles you can unlock. Oh, I've got, I've got um, another one now. I've got two. Okay. Um, when you grab both guns, it slows down time and it goes into like this ultra badass, like slow motion matrix mode where you can just like unload uh, on enemies in slow motion. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So that, that's all, that's all I guess I really needed to figure out because um, the rest are like your standard power-ups like you would from that you would see in games dating back to like Contra. <laughs> if you, if you don't know what those were, Brian, I'd be like, wow, his memory is really gone. Yeah. And it is, and it is, but no, no, I'm, I'm definitely getting better here at like, you know, even like, cause it is weird. Like you said, you drive the way that you control this uh, motorcycle. I, I kind of wish because I, I feel like when I was talking to Trent pixel before this game came out, when they first announced it, when uh, we, we were the ones on without parole to first reveal this game to the world, it was the very first PlayStation VR two game ever announced ever. And so, uh, and, and so obviously like it's got a special place in my heart, even though I hadn't played it until basically today. Um, it was, I, I thought that we had had a conversation with them and they were like, Oh yeah, you can control it either way that you want more sirens. Uh, and you can, you can either take the bike by the handles and, and turn that way. Uh, or you can just use the analog sticks and you can only use the analog sticks. And the, the interesting thing here is that if you, I'm, I'm right handed. And so my first instinct is to take the, take the gun out of the holster and use the, and use my right hand to fire. And so then that means I'm using the left analog stick uh, to, to control the bike. Now, if I right. decide to change and use the left gun, that left analog stick is now useless. <laughs> and so you're, you're steering the bike with the right analog stick. And I hate that so much. So that that's going to take a little while to get used to. I wish that I could have two hands on the, hand, on, on the bike handles and have one and that's kind of steering and the other one's shooting, you know? Hey, dude, Trump Hexel's really good about updates. They've actually been open to feedback, but, uh, and they've already made some things that, uh, so they, you know, you should let them know because yeah, that is a, that would be pretty cool, but man. Yeah, I know these, these are, these are minor complaints. I, you know, the fact, the fact that I started this with questions rather than just raving about how much fun <laughs> this is, this feels like, this feels like the, uh, the VR natural progression of like if anybody played spy hunter back in the day the arcade game spy hunter that was fucking pretty popular on nes this feels like that but like for you know for the psvr2 generation like this is yeah it's intense. weird i get like i get such mad mega man vibes from this game for some reason i don't know why maybe it's like a similar art style as like mega man like especially mega man x um, it kind of feels like I'm in that world when I play this. And then the the soundtrack is really, really good. But dude, when you played the, when you were playing though, um, and shooting, did you feel like how good the haptics in this game? This yeah. game might have some of the best, if not the best, haptics and adaptive triggers for guns. I mean, they're up there. They're up there. Yeah. It does feel really good to fire your weapons in this. Um I feel like every gun is so like perfectly fine tuned. Um, and then I love, of course, that the motorcycle gets like a gun too. And like, there's just a little tiny buzz in your headset when you fire that. It makes it, gives it like some oomph. 
<laughs> uh, and this game runs at like a really high resolution. It's not something I think that most people won't pay attention. Won't, most people won't be paying attention to because you're going like 200 miles down the high, an hour down the highway and you're too focused on like shooting. Uh, and I do like these obstacles they introduced in level two that you can see on the screen here, where it's like toxic gas, like being like, you know, showered down onto the highway and you have to like shoot. It's so these. SNES looking to me, that level. Yeah. That, that, that level is so SNES to me. I love it. it is, but, but, but when you, when you kind of slow down and, or, and just kind of like look at the road that's flying past you or the buildings that are flying past you, they all look really sharp. Like this is, I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you if it's running at the highest resolution, whatever. It just, I was playing it today and I was, you know, for somebody who spent a lot of time playing Red Matter 2 mere weeks ago, uh, I was very, very happy with the way that this looked. Yeah, visually, it's really nice. It's really enhanced for, for PSVR 2. Like I said, yeah. we love to see that. When I, when I see this game, to be fair, this game did actually look really good on Quest as well. I thought it was one of the best, better looking games on Quest 2. Um, but it looks even better on PSVR 2. And, you know, um, yeah, the, the, just, it's really, really quality from start to finish. I love the, the robot enemies, the robot boss fights. Yeah. Uh, like you said, you got to kind of figure out, they kind of kick your ass at first. Um, yeah, the boss fights, been, the, the boss fights are really rewarding. Um, because they're, because, I mean, dude, I just, I just, I just like that we're in a world where boss fights still exist. I think for a long time they went away. Right. I don't know if that was like the, yeah. during the PS3 era or what the hell happened, but for a long time, it seemed like boss fights, like, you know, weren't, weren't a, a much of a thing anymore yeah. in, in video games. And, uh, and this is exactly what you'd expect. Just like you said, like from the NES Super Nintendo era, where it's like, okay, fight your way through this ridiculously hard level. And at the end, uh, you know, good fucking luck. Here's your boss. It's like, okay, I like that. So, yeah. One thing I probably should have been mentioned from the beginning, but I do love the sense of speed with this. You, you do control, like you said, with the with the thumbsticks or whatever, and that includes being able to push up and speed up. And man, like like I said, some there's been moments in this game that have really I've connected with where you're going really really fast, you're zipping through traffic, you're whipping out your guns and shooting stuff, it's exploding. Then something comes up behind me, I push back and I hit the slam on the brakes, and the thing goes flying past me and I destroy it, nice. dude. Like, man, you can really, like, it's just such a well-designed game. Um, super, super cool game. Cannot recommend it enough. And it's $15, man. Yeah. $15. Really can't, like, express how much I think everybody needs to go buy this game. Yeah, that's that an insanely good price point for this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they easily could have charged 20 They could have charged 25 probably. 15 is amazing. It's great. 20, 20 to $25 game for me. Um, so... By all means, like go pick it up if it looks interesting at all. How many uh, how many levels is it? <sighs> there's five. There's five chapters, mm -hmm. um, and then there's like um, kind of like an alternative mode uh, with with a secret. There's a secret level, Brian. Ooh. A secret Final Fantasy VII inspired level, <laughs> um, which I don't know. Is if it, you know, do you race through Midgar? <laughs> you do actually. You race through. You know, it's like Tidgar. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's Idgar. Wow. It's like the it's like the Nintendo e, the the ES that I was playing earlier. This is like the this is like Idgar. Yeah, I can I that Buster Sword that you can pull out. Um, I have yet to find a use for it because like I just I mean I've still got a lot to learn or, or I need to get a lot better at the game. Uh, but every time I've pulled that out, it was it was. It was futile. There was it was not helping me at all. Um, Dan Danishing Axe says no love for the sword or the co-op. So 
the sword I love using <laughs> the sword I love using on the mid the Idgar level. Yeah. Um uh with that because it's specifically designed. They put a bunch of motorcycles with um okay. swords against you, which is cool. Uh the co-op I haven't I haven't tried actually, but um some people have been saying very good things about the co-op and saying like uh, you know, there's, there's, I guess there's an option where somebody can play from the screen and they're controlling the motorcycle and the other person's on the motorcycle shooting or whatever. And I haven't tried this myself, but I've heard some people say it's uh, like they're having a blast doing that with their kids and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if I had kids, I guess they could help me out, but I don't. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I honestly, somebody controlling the bike and, and that being their only focus and I'm sure, you know, we'd be yelling back and forth at each other, slow down, slow down, slow down. You know, it, uh, it would definitely take some of the stress off. Um, and so I would be interested in checking that out when I get around to reviewing this. I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, and, and as far as far as the sword goes, um, like I said, I, the tutorial made it sound like it was really good for deflecting shots. Um, but so if I pull this thing out with a motorcycle right next to me, can I just slash at it and like and take them out yeah the motorcycle is really an advanced thing to use you don't you can get through the whole well you can get through almost the entire game without using it um it's really a, a kind of a secret thing to use there's a secret way to use it um in one specific spot let's put it that way and then the rest it's kind of just optional if you want to challenge because the thing is about the sword is they actually increased it uh its strength because it was like completely freaking useless before and i complained about it and they actually <laughs> bumped it up a little bit um so props to them for that and just taking in the feedback i, I feel this game is so perfect because nice. uh they've just they listened to everybody's feedback and did something for it and um but yeah it's it's not really a necessary thing it's just like a you want to test your skill with it kind of thing and it's it's hard to use it's very hard to use the Gully Matrix in the chat says it's better when someone else drives because you can turn around and shoot much easier. Dude, the, it's, when, when I, um, every time I go into, what's the slowdown mode called? Rush. Every time I go into rush mode, like I'm immediately like, I, cause I play this sitting down, right? Because like you're on a motorcycle, I'm going to play sitting down. If I'm sitting down, I fuck that shit. When I, yeah. when I go into rush mode, I stand up and I turn around and I'm like, <laughs> and, and, oh and, damn. And that, and, and that is very, that feels very empowering when you're like, I'm standing on my motorcycle in slow motion. Like there's a little bit of Sirento in there, like shooting shit behind me. I don't even know what's in front of me on the road. Like that's pretty, it's a very good feeling. Very and this game, game is super fun to replay too. I've replayed it like three or four, maybe five times already, nice. and I could replay it again. It just it gets it's really fun for multiple playthroughs. Um, oh, did you customize your bike at all, like the paint job? Because I know a little bit in the main menu or whatever, you can kind of like you know you can paint your bike a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I just you know I mess around with the sliders. I was just like, oh well, yeah, I can turn the red blue whatever. I was like, I, I kind of like the way that it looks, so I put everything back the way it was, and I kept it that way. Um, yeah, fifteen dollars. I think I, I, dude, I think of all the games we've talked about so far, like this is the easiest one to recommend, especially at the price point. Um, yeah, like the last Clockwinder, I, I was really surprised by and, and really like uh, kind of blown away by its quality. Um, but I, but I just feel like for for somebody looking to get a, a bargain uh, in something that's going to like really impress, this this so far has been the game. Yeah. And like you said, quality wise, it's up there too. It, it, I know it's got this like style, this, you know, anime style, whatever to it. It doesn't even matter. It looks fantastic. It looks really good. Yeah, absolutely. 
so AJ, that brings us to the last game I want to talk about. And I will tell you that again, today did not go at all as expected. So I only get to play this for a little bit. Uh, and that was because I really, I've been really wanting to play this. So this is just an excuse, uh, for me to spend some time with it. What's uh, it going to be? Well, it's the PSVR2 update for Res Infinite Finance Games. Um, nice. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you guys don't know what this game is by now, then where have you been? What have you been doing? I've been playing this game since 2002 or whenever it came out on PlayStation 2. Um, and, uh, and it's just, it's a super trippy, uh, rail shooter, essentially. That man, you, when you were talking about, um, the haptics for Runner, you're like, oh, these are some of the best haptics I've ever felt for, uh, for guns in a PSVR 2 game so far. I feel that as far as ambient haptics go, Res has that in spades. Like, you know, when, when you're when you're dragging your reticle over across the screen, uh, and, and you're and you're painting your targets, uh, and then and then everything fires out, and, and everything's kind of pulsating, and the headset's pulsating because it's all about rhythm. Um, this has some of the most impressive ambient haptics. I have felt so far like it all just really works well together. If you guys don't know when res came out on the dreamcast, some, there was a, there was a device called the trans vibrator, right? And it's basically something that you were, yeah, I know that you're supposed to like, while you were playing on your couch with that big fat ass, um, dreamcast oh. controller, you were supposed to put the trans vibrator between the cushions, like underneath the cushions of the couch. So that the whole, the whole couch would kind of go, while you were playing right so like you kind of like you know because because enhanced games is all about you know like you know seeing the music and feel in and feeling the vibrations and like the, it's just making it this complete experience is you no longer need that right because because now your headset vibrates and the thing in both sense controllers vibrate and uh and, and seeing this run at a super high resolution oh and and without without having to use move controllers did you you played this on PSVR one, obviously, uh, AJ played the shit out of it. Exactly. So the, but the only control scheme I felt like that was even worthwhile was using the headset for the aiming. Like, so you're constantly yes. doing this, right? Because the reticle is moving one-to-one -one with your head. Meanwhile, when you use the move controllers, you were kind of like pulling <laughs> them around the screen and it never felt good. I hate rail shooters or arcade shooters where you have to actually like, yeah, yeah. like, like move the reticle. That is, I hate that so much. Also, Dinglebert Wingledank nice says, "How do how do I go Google that the trans vibrator thing?" Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I would try trans vibrator. And maybe, maybe maybe put maybe Dreamcast res. in the search. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. maybe maybe put Res Infinite Dreamcast as you know. Yeah. Let's, let, Anyways, so anyway, but the, but the sense controllers, the reticle moves one to one with you, uh, and so and and again, I only had such a limited amount of time to play this. Like I had ten minutes before Gamescast to jump in, see what it looked like. And man, like the pulsating lights and the in the cool visual effects and everything looked so good. This is exactly how I wanted it to look on PSVR one, um, and, and it looked good. It felt even better. Uh, but people had talked about uh, that this game has eye tracking. Like you can actually paint the targets with your eyes instead of uh, with the controller. And I didn't see that option right off the bat. So I don't know if that's something you have to unlock or what the deal is. 
You should have subscribed to my channel when you had the chance, Brian, because I had you covered months ago. Uh, <laughs> I had 10 minutes. If you, go, if you go to control type option four, oh. uh, that is the eye tracking. And man, oh yeah, by the way, it's trance vibrator. Um, what did I call I it? Saying, I think we were both saying trans vibrator. You might have been saying trance, but I said trans vibrator. Apparently it's trance. Yeah, not, not trans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I've actually never even heard of that thing, but um, <clears throat> I mean, I, but, I, I do uh, think there's a, a trans vibrator would probably be something slightly different. You know, yeah. Some of you might want to Google that, um, but uh, dude, when I first of all, how gorgeous does this game look on PSVR two? Dude, it's so good. Like I remember when it came out for PSVR one, I was like, "This is the way Res was always meant to be played," and I'm like, "No, I take it back. This is the way." <laughs> On PSVR 2, this is the way. Yeah, no, it's stunning, dude. It's stunning. This is one of the very few games that has ever made me like actually close my eyes while I'm playing it because it was just the the um, the visual stimulus overload was just like, holy crap, man, I think I'm going to have a seizure. Like, and not even joking, right? I, I, I closed my eyes because I was just like, whoa, I need my, my eyes need to take a break because it can be so intense with all the things that they throw at you, uh, which I love, right? Like, this is like, this is like LSD in VR. Yeah, man. Visually, I think that was like, that was a huge just first step of the upgrade for me was like, wow. Like this was, I was so surprised. I've said this multiple times, but I did not think one of the first next gen experiences I would have would be from Res Infinite, a game from 20 years ago. Um, but it was, and the graphics had part partly to do with it. Um, the haptics, like you said, had, had something to do with it. Uh, but dude, you ha if you think the head uh remember how much of an improvement like the head tracking was mm -hmm. dude the eye tracking is glorious really? i mean yes it is it is like one of the most next gen experiences you could have it might be the best use of eye tracking in terms of like gameplay um i feel like there's something else there that i'm overlooking but um Dude, the eye tracking, it now it might make it a little too easy because it's that good. Like I tested the shit out of this. Uh I actually made a video where I'm literally like keeping my head still. You can see it on the camera. I'm keeping my head still and I'm just looking around and like I'm like stretching. Like I'm <laughs> I'm like really looking up there and I'm fucking hitting some shit that's like way up there. Wow. Um it there there have been times where it's like it doesn't work perfectly every single time, but I like ninety nine percent of the time it works perfect, and it is uh, like I can't I can't think of any other way to play it other than eye tracking. It is one of the coolest PSVR two experiences, unique to PSVR two experiences that that you can have, and it's amazing. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, man. As if I didn't have enough stuff to play on <laughs> PSVR two. Um, kind of being forced to to, ha to have an excuse to to go you know, to go back to the launch and and give some of these games a shot uh it is crazy dude it is crazy like it, may, it really makes me I, I i thought i was doing okay right like staying caught up with reviews and whatever else and i am not right because i want to review so many more games now like i, yeah. I like kind of like renewed my passion today to like get back there and, and tackle some of these launch titles you know, um, as much as I, like, I love Cosmonious High. Uh, Miles and I did a whole episode on Co Cosmonious High, and I, 
after after I've only played like the first two hours of it, right? So that game, all the games we talked about today, um, there's just there's just so much good stuff happening on PSVR too, um, and that doesn't even count, you know, uh, Budget Cuts Ultimate that's coming out this week or uh, Travel the Words that's coming out this week. Apparently, a demo just dropped for that. What's that? <coughs> budget Cuts? Uh, travel? No, a demo just dropped for Travel the Words. Oh, um, how curious! Yeah. Uh, I played it for a minute today. Indeed. Yeah, dude, there's a there's a lot of great titles from launch. But like I said, there's also you gotta be careful, man, because I played most of them and there's like there's probably about fifty percent of them I didn't I wish I didn't have to play or wanna play or anything. And then like fifty percent of them are like wow. Um and that's kind of where I made my top fifteen list. Actually, some of these games we talked about today weren't even on my top fifteen and and could have been, but um but yeah, man, Res Infinite uh, is is definitely one of them. Runner was one of them. So many, so many good games that that launched with that, and sadly, they a lot of them got overlooked because there's just so much, and it's so hard yeah. to know what what's going to be what, and you know, you just don't know until you play it and and find out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so yeah, we because we, we talked about this before. Um, it's it's very it's very likely that because there were so many launch titles, like it seems like, Oh, the more launch titles, the better. Um, sadly, I think for a lot of developers, uh, amazing games get overlooked. And so, uh, that, that's why we like to kind of like circle back and be able to talk about some of these games like we did today. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So, so did you, so, uh, I'm assuming I don't want to make fun of it, right? Travel the words, uh, words, word, find game. I, I played, I played it for a minute today. I did. Right. And it's like, it's a word find game in VR. And it's, it like actually feels good to play because like the haptics feel good and it's fun to like, you know, drag your cursor across the word find board. But like, uh, we were, we were talking a little bit about it today, like in, in, in voice chat and, um, and somebody was like, oh, there's a lot of people out there who love word finds, like word search games. And I was like, but I, but very seldom do I ever say, but does this game need to be in VR, right? Because um, that's sort of something I tried to let go of a long time ago. Does this game need to be in VR? It was a question that I, I had to stop asking eventually because here it is. We have it in VR. But word searches for me are like, I, I want to have like a 500-page book. Like this is how I play Sudoku, right? I want to play with pen and paper or pencil and paper. Um, and, and I just don't know if, if, uh, if, if playing it in VR is necessary. But that said, it's got some really relaxing music. And there's a bunch of levels. And is it just single player, or is it like can no, you? It's is it like single a, player? Yeah. You can't play it with like somebody else. I mean, I'm sure somebody could sit on the couch and scream words to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been I've been kind of craving more party games. You know, I've talked about how I love picture party VR. Oh, yeah. I like, I know it's I know it's not like a great game by any means, but it is actually super fun with the right people and right time and place. Um, and yeah, I've been really wanting some more party games to play. Josh Cat with the five dollar tip says, "I think before your eyes makes good use of eye tracking." I'm curious to see which yes. 2023 PSVR two game will end up utilizing eye tracking the best. Um, Josh brings up a good point because I think I think so far what we've seen eye tracking be used for the best has been making sure that we are seeing games at the highest resolution because of foveated rendering and having all that work together. Um, really only like res and, and before your eyes, like are, are using it as a gameplay mechanic. 
Um, um and so I'm, I'm wondering if we'll st- start seeing more games use it as a gameplay mechanic rather than just being like, oh, we just want to up the resolution a little bit. I've been trying to, I've been wanting to do like a top five, like I, I tracking games thing. I've just been waiting for a couple more games to drop, but yeah. so far it has definitely been, um, like res infinite, uh, before your eyes. Yeah. I didn't, you know, it, it was all right. Like I thought it was fine. Um, but it, I do think it was really well designed in terms of the way it uses eye tracking and stuff. Um, also got to give a shout out to something that almost, I almost talked about today. Um, which fuck it, we'll include it. Um, <laughs> awesome asteroids, man. Uh, awesome asteroids and the machine gun turret oh, yeah. that uses the eye tracking. Um, like that, I think, I think they make really good use of, uh, eye tracking and gameplay as a gameplay mechanic with um, awesome asteroids. Also one of the only games that the only game that uses the HOTUS on PSVR too. So um, I think worthy of at least of an honorable mention right there because of that. Does, does no man's sky has it never used the HOTUS? No, okay. no, it does not. It's got an in-game HOTUS that it uses, but Okay. No, sorry. I I realized I was crinkling paper or something and wasn't thinking about it. It's all good. Sorry about that, Dan Keeper. We we love to torture our viewers as much as possible. <laughs> he's like he's hiding candy. Right. I wish I was hiding. Candy. Did you bring enough for the rest um, of the class, AJ? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. There's I I do love the concept of using eye tracking as a as a gameplay mechanic and and I really want to see people explore this more and find a cool use for it. Um. And yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see how that's done because uh, it's 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 a next gen feature that is like really unique to to PSVR two and yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, Switchback tried to Switchback should have should have been the best use of it, but they sadly uh, underutilized it severely. Wait, Switchback used eye tracking. Why? Yeah, the blink, the blink mechanic. Oh, oh, right. oh, Jesus! The don't blink. That, yeah, it was yeah. so underwhelming. I already forgot about it. <laughs> the don't blink yeah. room done. I mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, one room. They, that is something that they really should have built built upon yeah. over and over in that game, and made it more difficult as the game progressed. And that's one of my many gripes with that game. Um, but but yeah, like that was such a cool idea, and it was like ah, oh, yeah, they. They used it in such a horrible way. <sighs> hey, Anyways. So before we call it quits, what's what's uh what's the next PSVR two game you're looking forward to playing? Like the next release? Oh man, they've been kind of so, coming out fast and furious. Yeah, so June is looking like um, June's looking like it's got a couple releases. I want to get to um I I don't know. I'm gonna try to push through. Budget. Oops, sorry. I'm gonna try to push through budget cuts one, maybe, mm-hmm. to try and get to budget cuts two because I'm really curious about that one. Um, but I think I don't know all the releases just yet. But if um, Pixel Rip 1978, man, uh, that should be coming out. Yeah, um, June 15th, in June. right? Yeah, yeah, June 15th for Pixel Rip 1978, and I am really, really excited to play that one. Um, it looks great. I love that they have an official collaboration with uh, Atari. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Is VR Skater coming out next month, too? Yes. Yeah. Maybe. VR, yeah. Right now, just VR Skater and Pixar of 1978. Synapse is July 4th. July 4th. So, 
that's like as far as i know that's like you know for known release dates um because hubris is supposed to come out at some point right. crossfire sierra squad is supposed to come out at some point so there's lots of games i'm looking forward to but the ones that have set release dates for for uh that are coming soon um definitely those three yeah. i'd say i've got faith in hubris um to launch in the next couple of weeks or so. Um, obviously, they were just about to cross the finish line. They thought they were, they were going to be out by the end of May, uh, and they just had to push it a little bit further. I can't imagine it's going to take more than a couple more weeks at most. Um, I th- and I do think Hubris is probably, uh, after having only played the demo on Steam VR, uh, that, that was enough for me to be like, damn, this is the kind of shit that people want, right? It's like, it's, it's everything you want in VR. Platforming, shooting, swimming, crafting like it climbing it all feels really really good uh, it's almost like they had a checklist they're like make sure we have all of these things in our game because this is what people want in vr um and but yeah do when is i know we have a date for vr skater that's going to drive me crazy do, i want to say seven oh july 14th somebody said no that's it's gotta be june i thought it was like june 8th like later in june um but I will tell you, VR Skater is one that I'm. It's a, it's the one that I'm least concerned about because I got to play it and uh, and I and I loved it on PSVR too. Um, but I'm most concerned about how long it's going to take me to get good at this game. Right? This is the kind of game you want to invest tens of hours in because you're like, oh, I'm, I really want to learn to like you know land that trick and. I, I found it to be really difficult, like in, in a good way where it's like if you, they're going to make you work for your tricks, right? This isn't Tony Hawk where you hold down the X button, then you release it and then, you know, hold the shoulder buttons and push a direction to push on the D pad. Like you got to know what you're doing and you got to, uh, and it's going to take a lot of practice to get good at this. Um, not that Tony Hawk didn't take a lot of practice to get really good at, but you could kind of be cool in Tony Hawk right off the bat in this you're going to suck for a while. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm most nervous about how long it's going to take me to, uh, to actually get good at this game. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. If it's, especially if it's like a skill-based gameplay like that. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely excited about that. Um, that like table tennis game is coming out too, or the, the racquetball game. Sea smash. Oh yeah. That's, that's coming out as well. July, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay. I think so. I feel like it's always so much. We, the demo <laughs> came out like two months ago, and now the game's like still somehow a month and a half away. It's crazy. Um, um. Yeah, there's <sighs> definitely some games I'm looking forward to, man. Oh, yeah. And that's just the stuff and, we know about. I was going to say, and it's inevitable that we get a bunch of shit. Undead Citadel just popped up on the PlayStation Store again. Yeah. Um, so you know that's got to be coming at some point. Yeah. Mark Pringlesley says, the problem I have with Skate is by the look of it, you're always looking down. I've told people this a thousand times, and I don't know why no one believes me. The only reason reason you're looking down in all of these videos is because we're trying to show you the skateboard in the gameplay footage. (laughs) I've told people this a million times. No one cares, right? If you're just playing this, like, you don't have to look down. Like, once you get your tricks down, like, once you understand how to do them, you, you you don't have to, right? But that's the gameplay footage would look really confusing without a skateboard on screen. So anytime the, you know, the perp guys or myself are capturing footage, we're looking down to you, for your sake. So you can see the that's tricks, funny. Right? I never even thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I missed that too. I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, and I watched your video on that. That's nicely done. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It, it was crazy, man. I can't believe they fucking flew all the way from yeah. England to let me play the game. And they got a two minute video out of me. I was like, oh, what a waste. Yeah. I know you were a little crunch, a little crunch for time. But, well, and that, um, and that was the same. I, the two days that um, I was able to play, it was the same two days that my headset broke. Uh, and so well, that really put a damper on things too. So, um, but they, I mean, what, what an amazing, amazing team over there at Perp Games. Um, they, they have big things in the works and I can't wait to, obviously I, I'm, I'm the, uh, I'm the host of their events. Uh, and so they got, they got a lot of cool things in the works and, and they can't wait to share them with you. I can't wait to share them with you. The very, very yep. cool stuff. Well, Perp, I got plenty of room here, guys. If you ever want to come crash the place, <laughs> you're more than welcome to stay. <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you inside <laughs> for for a cost I, I can't promise it'll be clean though <laughs> oh yeah dude like I, mean, <laughs> I, I can i can promise you my place won't be clean in fact <laughs> um all right man let's uh let's get this show on the road we got uh we got, we got 20 questions to do and then we have places to be and people to do that's not right I don't know what the right answer is. Dude, I picked out a game for 20 questions and I already forgot what it was. I, th- I must have a window open somewhere. Uh, are you ready to play? I am ready. Are you ready, Kat? AJ, I got to say, before we do this, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to our first top 25 debate for PSVR 2 games. Because yeah. Because it's it's awesome knowing that we're all going to be on the same footing, right? That that Wes and Miles and you and I, we've all played everything. Um, we're, we're trying damn hard to play everything. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun debate when we finally get around to it. Yeah, man. I just got a couple more games to get through, play a little bit more of, and then the, I've got like most of the library down. Yeah, yep. I think that the ones that I hit, the ones that I hit today, um, I, I, I think are the rest of the ones that I need to spend a little bit more time with. So. Yeah. All right, you guys, let's do this on your mark. Get Des, go. All right, is this game on PSVR 1? No. <laughs> Ooh. So it's a PSVR 2 only game. Is it a puzzle game? Uh, no, you wouldn't call it that. Not a puzzle game. Thank God. Not one of those stupid puzzle games that I like. Um... Is it a shooter? Um, you wouldn't call it that. You wouldn't call it that, but yeah. there's probably shooting in it. Yeah. So it's got shooting, but you wouldn't call it that. Yeah. Um, same, same with the puzzle question. Are there any horror elements to this game? You know, being baby, of course it's got horror elements in it. <laughs> it's horror. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, one, two, three, four. Um, you and your fancy PSVR two games. Is it a roguelite? <laughs> uh, no, no, it is okay. not Cosmo. No Dread. Cosmo Dread. That's He's fine. not doing that again. He does that a lot, though. I, I, I think that was a worthy ask. That Miles does that shit. <laughs> Miles. No, you do that a lot. <laughs> okay, I'll take your I'll take your word on it. Like, I don't this game know. came out. This was the newest game that came out. You did that to me like four times. <laughs> it actually worked. Um, cool. Okay, it's only on PS. Or it's not on PSVR one. Um, is this a rhythm game? No. 
Not a rhythm game. Not a roguelike, not a rhythm game. Has some shooting. Hmm. Wouldn't call it a shooter, though. And it's a horror game. Uh, not a puzzle game. Ugh. Uh, I haven't, the problem is I haven't played Afterlife or Organ Quarter, so, um, uh, does Afterlife has a, have a physical version? Um, is it like Silent Hill in VR a little bit? Um, no, no. Okay. No, I mean, if you're trying to eliminate Organ Quarter, it's not Organ Quarter. It's not Silent Hill. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. I was trying to, which by the way, I, I want to pick that up and I might just stream like a full playthrough of that or something. Yeah. How long does it take you to be? Oh shit. Uh, six hours. I forget. I said it in the review. Um, and they fixed the bug. They fixed the map bug. So like, it's actually way more fun to play now. Uh, was this game published by perp games? Yeah, I think so. Did it review around like a, f- Hmm. I don't remember what you gave it a review. Um, I don't know who makes Afterlife. I don't know anything about Afterlife VR. So what's something I can ask about Afterlife? <laughs> Somebody help me out here. Who's played it? How much time do I have? Uh, you get two minutes and 45 seconds. Maybe you could ask where it takes place. <laughs> I don't know where Afterlife takes place. Didn't you? Didn't you watch my review? <laughs> no, of well, course yeah, but of I, course not. No, I did, mm-hmm. and you gave it like a five, I think. Um, did you give this game like a five something out of ten? I mean, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even remember from your own review. I, did, I pay. I pay less attention to the score and anything else. Are Are we all on board? Are we? Do we all know did what it, this game is? Did it release in April? That sounds right. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. If it's not Afterlife, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Is it at a mental hospital? It does take place in a mental hospital. Is it Afterlife VR? It is Afterlife VR by Woo! Split Light Studio. Um, proof- Y'all don't know what it's like trying to guess a game you haven't played yet and have no idea what it, what's in it. I can't <laughs> believe you haven't played it. Like, literally takes like three hours, pretty much. I gotta play it. I, I want to play that. I, I'm actually more looking forward to Organ Quarter, but yeah. Oh, and you um, sh- and you should. You should like. Yeah. You know, for for horror fans, like that, the horror element is really all that Afterlife really offers. Like it's it's budget. Um, Organ Quarter is budget, but it has much better gameplay mechanics and, and feels like a retro game in VR. Um, yeah, dude. You, I, I I hope you get a chance to play Organ Quarter soon. Yeah, I'm gonna play both of them soon. Nice. Some some point. Nice. The second you were like, I don't know uh, anything about Afterlife, so if, I was like, oh shit! Well, that that was a horrible game to pick. I didn't know that. <laughs> hey, I got it. Yeah, we got it. Thanks to the chat. Hell yeah! Good job, everybody. All right, we gotta get out of here, man. We gotta get out of what here. What you got going on, Brian? Before we get out of here, what, what, what do I got going on? Yep. Well. We we've got budget ultimate. We got budget cut ultimate keys, and uh, we've had those for the better part of. A week and a half. Um, and uh, because it's been so crazy, I haven't even had a chance to start it. Um, luckily, I beat Budget Cuts 1 on PSVR 1, but this is this is two games in one. They they, they smushed together Budget Cuts 1 and 2 into one game. Um, and so you have to play through 
budget cuts one to get to the section that would be considered budget cuts two. Um, and so I basically have to, I checked it out. I looked online. It looks like budget cuts one and two combined should take about 10 or 11 hours to beat. So I got to blast through a good chunk of that tonight and a good chunk of it tomorrow, uh, to hopefully have a review ready for, for the first when it launches. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I got going on over here, AJ. What do you got going on over there? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Um, might be doing my interactive chat stream a little bit earlier this week um, because I might have a very busy Thursday. Um, so I will let you guys know as soon as I do. But it's just business as usual, man. Um, I got a couple of videos I'm working on that I'm really excited to share. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, uh, you know, just did my Saturday stream. Um, so you can go check out some Beat Saber. Dude, I'm just going to go back to playing Beat Saber, man. I fucking love that game. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm back. God. I'm back on, lo- yeah, I'm, I'm back on loving Beat Saber, man. Um, because like I said, like, mm, I mean, it's fun, but also it's been really helpful for my shoulder that I injured. So, um, it's great, dude. And yeah, um, love that. Be playing some Beat Saber, some Cosmo Dread, maybe some budget cuts. Lots of lots of shit, man. Lots nice. of stuff going on over here. Nice. I'm very happy to hear all of that. Um, yeah, dude, I, I, it sucks because I, like I, all I really want to do is go play Cosmo Dread. Like I that that game got its hooks in me, and it's like it just screams my name, and that is and and that is what I want to do right now. Um, but it's I'm, very fun. And so it's like the there's not too many downsides of the of uh, of running without parole. But that is the downside. It's like all I want to do is just play some games for fun, and like, like I'm sorry, you got to go play this other game that you don't especially want to play right now because you got to review it. Um, so, oh yeah, and we'll be watching the uh, Meta Showcase this week as well. Yeah, right? um, and uh, and I'm going to stream it. Cool. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think I'll be able to join you for this one, but I will definitely be looking forward to watching. <laughs> In typical without parole fashion, AJ, <laughs> I have no idea who's going to be uh, co-hosting that with me. I haven't asked Wes. Um, I haven't asked Miles. Um, you just told me no, so that eliminates you. Um, and what what is that like? In <laughs> like two days or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but, but stay tuned because we're definitely going to stream it. If you guys want, if you guys want to watch that with us, we're going to do it because we are, we fully understand that, uh, a lot of the games they show will be, uh, cross platform with PSVR too. Uh, and so we may get some cool reveals over there. Um, and there's a lot of cool stuff coming up too, man. It's like the future game show is in another week or two. Um, yeah. is it even next week? I think. And then we got uh, the summer game fest coming up. Uh, and, yeah. and you know, fairly soon. We might get an announcement here or there. We got behemoth. I think we got the original announcement of behemoth was at the game awards, right? Oh, is that, is that right? That was, I thought, I think so, man. Uh, I think so. Unless it was, I would have guessed the state of play, but that's, no, it was either the Meta Showcase or it was or it was like the Game Awards. I thought it was maybe the Game Awards, and we waited like we watched it for like five hours just to get like a behemoth thing. We were like, "Thank God, there was something." Um, yeah, but we do, we do know that the future game show. Um, they said they already said they're going to be debuting Quest and PSVR two games. Um, so we know that that's for certain. Uh, I mean, even if we get one game reveal uh, for PSVR 2 at Summer Game Fest, just one, I'll be happy. Uh, so I, I think we'll get a few reveals over the next couple of weeks. Um, and, uh, and Dusk Golem was talking about um, uh, another notorious leaker who, you know, 
take it with a grain of salt, I guess, uh, was saying that we should be seeing some trailers for all those Silent Hill games that were revealed um, a yeah. while back. And we should be seeing them as early as like this week. So Cool. Yeah. I really hope Meta comes out and like shows the Quest 3 and I hope it's a lot more powerful. That way, um, you know, when we get Quest ports, they're more powerful games. <laughs> That'd be nice. You know, like I want the lowest common denominator to still be pretty strong, you know? Yeah. That, that bodes well for all of us. Looper, the underground game cat with the five euros says, I think Wes is on AWE. I have no idea what that is. He says, will he join from there on West Day or will there be a replacement co-host? Um, I don't know. This is, well, welcome to Without Parole where I don't know anything until literally hours before it happens. That's uh, true. But definitely keep you posted. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a show. I'll tell you that. that that's all I know for sure. Um, but Tim, Wes did tell me what AWE was. And I, of course, can't fucking remember. But I think the, I think this is a VR VR trade show, VR game show. I don't know. Um, Something. So, all right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. I really appreciate all of you out there in, in, uh, in Without Parole Land, um, where, where things are just a little bit better than they are in the rest of the world. Uh, thank you, AJ, for hanging out today. Thank you to all the cats who helped this channel run. Uh, all the mods, Sci-Fi Game Cat, Henry, uh, Jay Meow, uh, everyone who supports us financially by being a uh, mem- member over here on YouTube and a Patreon supporter over on patreon.com slash without pro games. Thank you, everybody, who tips during the show, everybody who uh, hangs out, helps with 20 questions, talks during the show, and, of course, everybody who sits back and watches and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. AJ, it's Monday. Can I cue the cat? Cue the map, cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say, I almost said the MF cat. Uh, cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say, cat, yo. <laughs> happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. Thank you again for spending it with us. We love you and uh, we appreciate you. But I also will say, see you Wednesday to Peter Venables. Thank you so much, man. Glad you enjoyed the show. Mark Pringles Leaf, uh, thank you, homie. Mark Smith. Uh, we got all of them. We got Marky uh, Marks in the house tonight. Marky Mark um, and the Funky Mark Bunch. <laughs> Scott PS VR Game Cap for life. Uh, thank you, sir. Guys, so fist bump to you. Cody, damn it, Cody. Later to you, my friend. Melkiah, the Soul Reaving Game Cap, Brian. Oh, Melkiah, the Soul Reaving Game Cap. How about some Soul Reaver in VR, please? How about some Perfected. Blood Omen? I'll take either one. Okay. Perfected insanity game cat. Peace out to you, homie. Dan Keeper says, cue the bat. What the uh, bat? Jason Ewing. What the uh, Thank you so much, my friend. Shout out to you and Shana. Uh, David Runs. Uh, much love to you as well, my friend. Steve Irie. Always tuning in from Ireland. ET.2K9.now. Thank you, uh, Brian East. We got another Brian in the chat uh, as well. Brian, Brian 2. He's Brian with an eye. Uh, then, so, then Brian with so an eye he is. Okay. Y- yes. <laughs> Uh, Elvert, uh, thank you, man. Looper, the underground game Cali name squad in the house tonight. Uh, guys, you have a wonderful rest of the Memorial Day evening, and we will see you again very soon. You haven't quite, you haven't quite got the timing down on this. Sometimes you go way, way, way long, and sometimes like you run out <laughs> of names like before we even get back to the the whole screen. <laughs> yeah, but but that was pretty good. That was pretty damn good. Um, was that on the timing? Was I, that... I mean, yeah, you you you, you kind of said you kind of said bye just as we were fading out and coming back to the hold screen. Yeah, 
Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Well done. Well done. It's a it's a Memorial Day miracle, AJ. A Memorial Day miracle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love it. Good night, everybody. We'll see you on Discord. We love you all. Later.